Stand by for what could be, what is, oh, what could be, what is our most exciting episode of The Eagle is Stranded yet. And that's saying something. We've talked at length about the BBC radio detective Paul Temple. I've ruminated on wood pigeons at length. I've been naked in a bath whilst getting my hair cut. But today's podcast trumps all of that. My friends, it's time for our most epic yet edition of the Gina G News. That is, of course, our Gina G News jingle because we are the official providers of your Gina G News. However, I think we need to fade that music down because what I have to tell you today requires reverence. For reasons that I'm not going to go into if you're not a listener to the podcast regularly, then there is a catalogue of reasons why this has happened. But essentially, we have been crowned. We've, ha- we've been given the privilege, the honour of being the official resource for Gina G News. This is not something that we took lightly. As soon as we were bestowed this coveted honour, I immediately began to use my journalistic skills to unearth some fascinating and some shocking Gina G-based revelations. I took to Google... And within a few minutes, I had discovered so very much. In 1996, Gina G released her hit single, Ooh Ah, Just a Little Bit. In 1997, she followed it up with Fresh. Tiamo and I belong to you. And then things went quiet for Gina. In 2005, she released a second album, but it failed to garner much attention as the project was only released through her website. In 2012, it was announced by Gina G's people that Gina G was making a comeback and she would release a single entitled Set the Night on Fire. However, this is 2020, and that single has never been released. If you Google it, you will see there are no leaked bootlegged recordings, there is no sign of where the song went or what happened. But it just so happened that this podcast is listened to by someone who used to work in the studio where Gina G actually recorded the song Set the Night on Fire. The technician got in touch with us. He acknowledges that he was taking a great risk by doing so. For this song was partly recorded, but then the plug was pulled halfway through recording because Gina G had completely changed direction and the record label were angered by the direction that Gina G had taken with this song. You see, the song was not as advertised, entitled Set the Night on Fire. Night spelt night as in night and day. It was actually about setting ablaze a medieval king's horseman, a knight of the realm. Gina G managed to get through two minutes of the song before the producer, as instructed by the record label executive, pressed stop on the recording and the session was aborted. Gina G was evicted from the studio and since then, nothing has been heard in the public domain from Gina G. Of course, the song was never released. The producer and the record label executive, as they were marching Gina G out of the studio, shouted to the technician to delete the song. The studio technician was just about to press delete when an idea struck him. Maybe he could save the song. Maybe one day it would see the light of day when that moment was right. 
and saw, hurriedly, nervously, he put a memory stick into the computer, and before deleting, he sent it to his memory stick. He then deleted the song from the hard drive, and as far as the record label owner and the producer and anyone else was aware, the song was obliterated from existence. This technician contacted me and asked whether we would like to be sent this never-heard-before Gina G recording. Immediately, of course, I said yes, despite knowing the risks that this would pose to me, to the technician, and to those I love. But then, last week, I was planning on playing the song, Thursday, of course, Gina G Newsday, but a spanner was put in the works, and the spanner came in the form of a message from the studio technician. He had seemingly had a change of heart. He was concerned that because I had announced this on the podcast, that the record label owner would hear about what he had done would hear that the recording existed and would come after him. He was clearly scared. I spoke to him on the phone. He said, I'm fearful that someone will come for the memory stick. I said, at all costs, you must protect that memory stick. By which I meant back up the file. But the man was so scared, he didn't back the file up. He didn't put it into his computer. He didn't send it to me as an email. In his absolute terror, he did something reckless, ridiculous. He swallowed the memory stick. He swallowed the memory stick. He did it while I was on the phone. I screamed. I said, what, what are you doing? He said, I have to. They might come after me. This way they won't find it. I said, but the memory stick might not survive. It might be damaged beyond repair. Your stomach acid might irreparably destroy this song from Gina G. But there was nothing we could do. Now it was just a waiting game. Even if the memory stick was salvaged, this technician wasn't even sure whether he would get back in touch with me at all. He said, in fact, once it came out into the toilet, once he'd shat it out, he might simply flush it down the toilet or smash it into smithereens. I waited. Over the weekend, I received a phone call. The memory stick had been retrieved. It had gone through the digestive system and had come out the other end. He said he'd just been to the post box and had posted me the memory stick. I couldn't believe it. My heart was beating fast. So fast. On the one hand, I thought this was great news, for the memory stick would be in my possession in the next few days. On the other hand, I was concerned. I was concerned that the parcel would be intervened, that someone would get wind of this, that someone would beat me to it. Even if the memory stick did arrive safely to me, what's to say that the memory stick would still be in working order? But then, on Monday, a parcel arrived. An envelope. And upon opening, well, the first thing that hit me was an acrid smell. The smell of a studio technician's feces and a potent smell of stomach acid. I retrieved the memory stick. I put it into the USB port. But nothing happened. The memory stick failed to load. After much pondering, I decided to call a friend of mine who works in IT repair. I explained to him the situation. He said, I will do what I can. And it meant that once again, the memory stick would have to be sent through the post. It was a terrible moment when my hand dropped the memory stick into the post box. I knew I might never see that memory stick again, and I might never hear that Gina G recording. However, yesterday, I received a message from my IT friend saying that using some convoluted and highly intricate repair procedures, he had managed to extract the elements of feces and stomach acid that were clotting the memory stick, and finally, the song had been retrieved. He said he was about to email it. My God, another wait. Refresh, refresh, refresh. And finally, the file was in my possession. At first I thought, I wait, I won't open this file until the podcast. But then I could imagine the horrible moment when I came to opening the file and something went wrong. It didn't work. I had to listen. Last night, I pressed play and I heard the unreleased, embargoed song from Gina G. Set the night on fire. And now, my friends, today, on The Eagle is Stranded, exclusively, it's time to play that song. 
the song that the producer and the record label executive thought would never be heard. But it has been rescued and it will be played now. I hope that Gina G will. We're trying to contact her and I hope that she will be appreciative that we have brought this song to people's attention. I mean, I have to say, it's quite odd, and maybe it's best that the song never did see the light of day. And very quickly before we play it, there's a very odd moment when I was listening to it, because at one point she says about the knight yodelling, and then there's a yodelling solo. And I just thought, what a coincidence. You just couldn't make it up. You know, we were talking about yodelling a couple of weeks ago on the podcast, and there, in the song, is a flailing yodelling solo. And it's a wonderful yodelling solo. I don't know who she got to yodel it. The technician hasn't said, and I've tried contacting the technician since to say thank you, but it just says the number cannot be recognised. I hope he's okay. I hope he's safe. Maybe he's just wants no more contact. I understand that. So I don't know who the yodeler was, but I'm glad that the plug wasn't pulled on the recording before the yodeler got a chance to do his thing, because it's a fantastic yodeling solo, so listen out for that. But anyway, the time has come. Let's press play, and let's listen together to this embargoed, smuggled-out recording believed to have been lost forever. This is Set the Night on Fire by Gina G. Unfortunately, that is where the song ends. At that moment, the producer pressed stop on the recording. Gina G was marched out of the studio, never to release anything in the public domain, disappeared from social media, and the technician was ordered to delete the recording. Except he rebelled. I mean, I can't say whether I like the song. I mean, the subject matter is very dark. And in fairness to the record label and the producer, I can see why they realised they, they couldn't do it. It's a weird song anyway. It's, a, it's, it's quite the anachronism. You know, she is talking about setting a medieval horseman ablaze. I mean, where is this song set? And then there's yodelling suddenly in the song. 
which surely a medieval knight wouldn't you know wouldn't be aware of yodeling surely and the song subject matter you know you couldn't have that in a pop song but it's just really interesting i wonder what happened to gina g and if gina g is willing to come onto the podcast i'd love her to break her silence maybe grant us an interview the search for gina g continues if anyone knows of her whereabouts it'd be great to hear what inspired this song but I'm just going to leave you one final time with a bit of that yodeling solo because, I mean, it would be terrible if no one had got to hear that yodeling solo, if the song had been lost and no one got to hear that yodeling solo. So I'm just going to end with the yodeling and fade out with that. Well, I'll be back tomorrow. But oh, I need to lie down after that. What an ordeal this has been, trying to bring this to you. I'd like to thank everyone involved, and I hope you're all safe. Join me tomorrow. It's clearly not going to be as good as today's podcast. Podcasts like this don't come around every day. But we'll be back tomorrow with something different. I mean, it'd be quite odd if we had another Gina G song that suddenly just turned up. But you never know. Who knows? Join me tomorrow to find out. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Yeah,